is it enhancing your life when you do these things or is it making it more stressful for you? Like mm-hmm. you have the choice. You don't have to host Thanksgiving if you don't want to because you feel like, oh my God, no one else is going to do it. I have to do it. Well, guess what? If nobody then, else wants to do it, then fuck them. That wasn't important to them either. So, And then you're so fucking stressed and all you think about for the entire month of November until you get there is like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's like, you don't have to. You just created this stress for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone, so this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? I'll see you in the Patreon. What's up? What up, Nerdle? Admittedly, I'm struggling like a motherfucker. Um, what are you struggling with? I'm struggling with not having time to myself right now mm-hmm. and cons- consistent traveling, mm-hmm. which some of that was self-induced. But then I have to go to a funeral this weekend. No one likes going to funerals. Like, who the fuck wants to go to a funeral, right? Yeah. But it, it is my husband's grandmother. So I'm not going to be like, sorry, I'm not showing up, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, fuck um, that. Sorry, sorry. No. What was her name? Nana? Uh, Nani, Nani Farako. So she, yeah, sorry, she Nani. lived 105 years, which is a great fuck. Yeah, know, that's a full, a, that's a full fucking life. Beautiful life. Made chicken cutlets and meatballs in her kitchen till she was like 99 years old. So I actually learned a lot from her. I learned a lot how to make chicken cutlets and real Italian meatballs, which is priceless. So yeah. I have to go away this weekend, which. I've been away the entire month of October with the exception of like a week and a half. So it's a lot. Yeah. Traveling's hard, man. Whether it's for pleasure, for business or Mm -hmm. something unexpected, like a death in the family, for sure. Those are those unexpected things that can really put a a wrench in the, in things driving down the road in our bicycle. And all of a sudden a fucking wrench gets thrown into the spokes and you flip over the handlebars. Like what the fuck has happened? But um, that's why it's so important for us to have these skills to fall back on because yes. we're when, when we're making a lifestyle change and we're just going straight into things, I guess, today. Yeah, um, let's do it. When we're making a lifestyle change, it's not, we're not preparing ourselves for when things are going well. Mm-hmm. That's that's not why we hire coaches. That's not why we're working on ourselves. It's for when things are going bad, when things when everything's on fire around us. So mm-hmm. working on those boring basic things, like breaking things down as and yeah. as possible, and walk just going on a daily walk and like eating a couple pieces of fruit every day. Those are those small things that matter that you can still kind of stick with mm-hmm. when when life is fucking kicking you in the dick, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a while. That's fucking awesome. Um, it but back. it's so true. And I was talking about it in my Instagram stories yesterday because I think it's important for other people to know that, A, we are human and stress happens, like emotional shit happens. And it doesn't mean we need to turn to food or alcohol. And I think a lot of people would do that or they do do that because I hear it all the time. I'm so stressed. And yeah, I've been stressed the entire fucking month. There's There's been something going on, but that doesn't mean that I need to take 
all the shit that's happening and make it a binge fest or off the wall drinking fest. No, I just talk about it. I sit and feel these emotions because they are fucking, they're real. And I think me and you discussed this on our trip. It's like, it's okay to have these emotions. Like some of them may sound crazy. Yeah, Yeah. Because me saying, you know, I really don't want to go to a funeral. That's inconvenient for me. And, And it is. But that doesn't mean that me feeling that makes me a bad person or me makes my feelings. Your feelings are fucking valid. Yeah. And a lot of people think that their feelings, they shouldn't be feeling them. So they don't talk about them and they end up eating them. Yes. Because you're keeping those feelings and you're like, oh my God, I'm a bad person for thinking this. No, you're fucking right. Your feelings are your feelings. We're humans. We can't control our feelings and our thoughts a lot of the times. We can control our actions that are coming from those thoughts, but it doesn't make you a bad person because you're dreading going out of town yet again for a funeral. Absolutely not. You know, you're still going to do it. You're still doing it because that's your family. You love them very much and to show your respect. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But both things can be true, but it can be true that you don't want to go do this thing. And yeah, that's going to be fucking inconvenient for you, but you're mm-hmm. still going to do it. And that's the thing. Right. We, we think things, two two separate things can't be true, essentially. Right. When they absolutely can be. And that was kind of, that was definitely a reoccurring theme this, this past weekend about our feelings. And like, am I a bad person yeah. for thinking this? Like you and me had a couple of private conversations. Like, are we bad people for thinking this? Are we assholes? No, like those are our mm-hmm. thoughts. And, and th- that is the reality, especially because when some of the other things that were happening, we're just like, damn, like, this is really outside of our control and there's nothing we can do right now in this moment. And that sucks. That Mm -hmm. absolutely sucks. But what is us getting worked up and getting upset about it going to do either? No, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to make things worse. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. So when we start to, or stop expressing ourselves and we, turn to food to help us feel better because we've been keeping everything and we keep, we turn that's the thing. It's like people are so afraid of their feelings. Yeah. Like, oh, do they just sit and fester in them? It's like, no, just they're, they're valid. You don't need to keep your feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Drink them away. I mean, it's, it's called life. It's called fucking yeah. life. And that's why we have to have, to have these coping mechanisms, guys. These coping mechanisms, are the things that we're talking mm-hmm. about now are what matter, okay? So like with, with me, I've been like, stressed stress beyond all belief too. We all have been. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a fucking stressful time to be alive with everything going yeah. on. Um, Matt, so what do you do in stressful times? Like how do you cope with your stress? I think it's important for us to talk about that breathing, as well. I breathe. I allow okay. myself I think you to talked feel. about that the other day, didn't you? Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of breath work, a lot of meditation, a lot of walking meditation. Uh Um, So yesterday I did uh, this really good meditation. Actually, it took me five minutes and it allowed me to release all my stresses and worries. Like I I was literally going into this stressful or the meditation that I did yesterday. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was just feeling all these feelings. I I felt so much stress and anxiety up in my chest, like a big Mm -hmm. ball just sitting there. I didn't I couldn't didn't know what to do with it. So I I put on, um, I found a meditation that resonated with what I was looking for on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I just typed in meditation for stress relief and found one and, and ran with it. Did it for five minutes, had a nice little cry, and I was a brand new person at the end of it. Nice. You know, we've always got these tools on you. When we're talking about meditation and breathing, you've always got those things on you. You don't always mm-hmm. even have food nearby you and, and available to you either. But you always can take a moment to focus on your breathing. It's free. takes little to no effort. Takes you 15, mm-hmm. 30 seconds, up to five minutes, however long you want it to fucking take, or how long how long it however long it needs to take, mm-hmm. really. But yeah, collecting our thoughts. And so what I'm doing is just kind of 
getting out the bad negative thoughts, the stressful thoughts, the, mm-hmm. the unpleasant thoughts that are causing me anxiety. So what I do is I reframe my thoughts. I've been reframing my thoughts a lot lately. Like mm. I've, been, I've been struggling with stuff and I'm like, you know what? Look how far I've come. Yeah. I help hundreds of thousands of people almost on a daily basis with my with my platforms that I have, our podcast and everything. I've helped more than a thousand clients transform their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just looking at the positives of, and, and not focusing on the negatives, really. Yeah. I always tell myself, everything's going to be okay. This is temporary. This is a setback. Yes, but it's going to make me a better, stronger person. Mm-hmm. You can see a setbacks as this big fucking problem that you're never going to move forward from. Like, yeah. oh my God, this thing happened to me and I'm fucked. There's nothing I can do about it. Or you can see it as this is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity yeah. to learn something and to get better. And that's, mm-hmm. that's how I've been choosing to take it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. What about yourself? I know you've been feeling it lately. So um, walking mm-hmm. like right now, being able to do this on my walking pad on is, the walking pad is, is perfect because it's been one of those days where everything is back to back. And you're back. not even walking like fast. You're just casually walking. I'm just casually walking. You guys can't even hear that. I am actually walking, walking nerdle. I do some, I guess you could call it like meditating. I'll just go in my room and just sit there and just quiet. And I also talk it out a lot. Whether it be in my stories or in my room or to my husband, I I am very vocal because one thing I learned with AA is that you're only as sick as your secrets and getting those things out and voicing them out. It just is such relief. I think that's a lot of people hold in their thing. I'm not afraid to say what I'm feeling. It's like, like I said, my stories the other day, I don't want to go to a funeral. I don't want to do this. And this is, this is fucking hard, but getting that out makes, it made me feel better. Rather right. than holding it in and internalizing it. So really just talking it out, calling someone is one of my go-tos, texting, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Walking. I mean, we, we tell walking all the Getting time. Getting outside. <laughs> and, and what do you, when, when you're on your walks, Beth, have you been taking more intentional walks, meaning like not being on your phone and, and things like that? Cause that's been a game changer for myself. Yeah. I've um, actually been listening to podcasts. Fuck yeah. What kind of podcasts? I've been listening, actually take that back. Audiobooks. Mm. Um, I've listened to almost the whole audiobook of Can't Screw This Up by Adam Bornstein. So I have nice. his book, but yeah. I also I've been listening to it because I'm one of those, it's almost like a visualist thing. I can read it, but I need to hear it as well. Mm-hmm. So I can take it more in. So I'm almost mm-hmm. done with that. So it's kind of like one of those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually gonna start listening to that podcast. National Parks After Dark. That was yeah, fucking awesome. Go. I was sucked in on that. Yeah, guys. So, so, so th- my favorite podcast and one I tell everybody about is National Park After Dark. And it's so, so we, good. we had our meet and greet back in, in down in Hocking Hills this past weekend. And on the, yeah. on the road home, I blessed Beth and Mandy with National Park After Dark podcast. Mm-hmm. We listened to Night of the Grizzlies, which is like the, the, the podcast episode that made them blow up and, and become really big. It's yeah. a two parter. But if you like hearing stories about bear attacks and people doing stupid things that, that would are easily preventable from dying, mm-hmm. go listen to National Park after dark. Yeah, um, I learned a lot about bears yeah. from that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to know what to do now. <laughs> like most <laughs> people. I... Yeah, fun fun fact. Like most people think of, they see a bear. Oh, I just I just take a gun with me to the woods and I'll be okay from a bear. Yeah. Actually, guns aren't that effective against bears, my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, you want that bear spray. It's actually been yeah. proven that bear spray is much more effective than using a gun to, mm-hmm. to stop a bear. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know bears can go up trees. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. There's, I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions about bears out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Look at it. Now we're talking about bears on our podcast, but I, <laughs> I did want to mm-hmm. it's a little side tangent there. So you're listening to podcasts on your on your morning walk there. Mm-hmm. Or audiobooks. 
or, or audiobooks. Awesome. Yeah. And and let's talk about walking meditation in a way too, because I did make a video about that last week, and I think this could really help people too. Because mm. a lot of times when we're, when I see people on walks we're still not really being present we're on our phone and i'm guilty of this too you know mm -hmm, so i yeah, had to same. really take a step back from this because that's usually when i'm answering emails dms sending voice messages and things like that mm -hmm. there was one day last week when i just i just needed to go walk it out so what i did was i left my phone at home and i went into this walk with intention so i'm leaving my phone at home and i'm just going to be present and i'm going to connect with my feelings and so what i did was i call it mind mindful movement when mm -hmm. i was on my walk it was nice and cool outside it was, it was just getting dark time outside so what i did is i just focused on the, the the air how how cool it was and how it felt when i was breathing it in how cool crisp and refreshing it was taking in my environment all around me right so i'm seeing the cars drive by i'm seeing the headlights go by i'm hearing the noises that they're making i'm seeing the foliage and all the the trees and everything mm -hmm. all the colors changing i'm just taking it all in and i'm just becoming more present and aware of my environment and that's mindfulness right there and that, that's a form of meditation too mm -hmm. and mindfulness goes to, to so much more than just our way of eating it extends to every aspect of life and when we can practice mindfulness mm -hmm. there are proven benefits in stress reduction helping with anxiety depression weight management everything really so we just need to focus on trying to be more mindful in in, in our everyday life really yeah Mm -hmm. Something I've also been doing to be more proactive. So, you know, we should also be proactive with the things that we're doing. So I've been working on reestablishing a morning routine because I identified that that's something that's been missing from my life these last couple of years is having more of that structure. Because when I worked for the man, when I worked for somebody else, I had that structure, right? Yeah. I, eight to five, I, I was working and my, my, my calendar and everything was made out for me essentially by people booking meetings and stuff with me. Mm -hmm. But now it's all on my own. So I'm, I'm going back and I'm reestablishing a morning routine. And what I'm doing yeah. now, I'm taking my own advice here. First 30 minutes a day, I am not having any cell phone contact whatsoever. And I'm doing mm -hmm. this because there was two days last week, Monday and Tuesday, that really fucked me up. Because first thing in the morning, I, I rolled out of bed, checked my phone to see the time, and I started checking the notifications. Mm -hmm. And there was an email that came in on Monday morning that set the tone for the entire day that I didn't like. And then Tuesday morning, I saw something on social media. I'll be completely transparent here. I saw a picture of my ex at um, a get-together that I was going to go to uh, Monday night, but I didn't for a good reason because I thought she was going to be there. So um, I wasn't mm -hmm. ready to kind of handle that yet. Well, lo and behold, I saw her picture on my friend's feed first thing in the morning, Tuesday morning. And that really kind of set me off too, like for a bad day. So, uh -huh. so that's my new rule. There's no more 30 minutes, uh, no phone th first 30 minutes of the day. And while I'm doing that, mm -hmm. I am doing two things for myself. I am breathing. So my therapist has me working on breathing because she wants me to get good at this particular breathing technique so that I know how to use it and when to use it. And I'm using mm. it for the purposes of when I'm feeling heightened and like anger yep. and things like that. Come on. And it's, this is a coping skill that I'm learning to have better communication with my parents and things like that. Right. Nice. So yep. um, most people's parents trigger the fuck out of them, mine, mine included. So and I'm mm -hmm. just learning how to better handle myself and communicate better. So I'm doing my breathing technique for five minutes in the morning, mm -hmm. sitting there. And then from there, I go into 10 minutes of reading. And it's yep. been really, it's been really nice. So that's my morning routine there. It's really just giving myself 15 minutes, 10 minutes in the morning to not have a million thoughts in my head and be present with myself. Yeah. It sets the tone for the day. Absolutely. I love my morning routine. You you were the one that were like, did you set your alarm for 5 a.m.? And you got up. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do that every yeah. fucking day. I get, I get up mm -hmm. at 5 a.m. so I can have like an hour to myself. And mm -hmm. I, I do the opposite. I actually answered emails. I answer DMs, but I don't scroll. See, that's what works for you, though. So, right. Yeah. I, I never yeah. like scroll and I, I'll just answer DMs and I will actually post content. 
that morning for that day. So I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day, especially right now. I'm repurposing a lot of content because I've been so busy. I haven't even had a chance to actually make new content, which bothers mm-hmm. me because I actually have, I have fun doing it. And so that's what I've been doing. Yeah. That's my, I mean, I, see your morning routine is vastly different than mine and that's okay. There's not mm-hmm. one way of doing this shit, right? Like right, you found exactly. the thing that works for you. I found the thing that works for me and it doesn't need to be the I mean, same thing. If it made me angry, I would definitely not be doing it. Right. <laughs> you know right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but these are oh, those little yeah. things, guys, those, those routines, the, the morning routine, the nighttime routine, it doesn't need to be some extravagant three hour plus routine that your favorite influencers posting online. You don't need to go do a 30 minute cold plunge followed up with 30 minutes of meditation, followed up with 30 minutes of high intensity exercise and all this bullshit. No, like I see those morning routines. I'm like, fuck you guy. Like you, you weren't doing those routines to get successful. You started doing those things once you became successful (laughs) and you had all the time in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about too, creating your own stress. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are doing things that they don't necessarily want to do or like to do. And I'm not talking about the shit that you know we have to do, like brush your teeth, do your laundry. I mean, let's be real and not be idiots here when I'm talking about this, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't take this literally. Like someone said to me, well, you don't have to go to your mother-in-law's funeral if you don't want to. It's like, but you know what? That's That's just dumb. And that was rude to say something like that. So don't be that person. But some of us create our own stress. Like you don't need to do all these extra things that you're doing and you're annoyed and you're bothered and you're resentful the whole time that you're doing them because you feel like you have to or to prove a point to someone else. And a lot of this is talking to moms out there who are trying to prove to other moms that they're fucking number one mom, mom, super mom, better mom than you, super mom. It's like mom culture. Yeah, I didn't realize it was such a thing because I, I don't know, maybe because I'm an older mom and on, I don't really I don't know who's on Facebook for you, but like log on to Facebook and that's all I fucking see. Moms trying to one up each other. I mean, let's be honest here. I know a lot of moms want their whole family to take that Christmas photo in their fucking pajamas that all look the same. I think probably the mom is the only one that wants to do that. And everyone else does not want to fucking do it. I'm just being honest here. Maybe I'm totally wrong. That's just, it's not my style. It's not my thing. I know my family would be so fucking annoyed at me if I asked them to do that. Seriously. And I would be annoyed at myself because it's totally out of my, I wouldn't try to do that for anyone. I think we took photos one year. And my husband's like, oh my God, what the fuck are we doing? I'm like, we've just never done it. Let's just do it. I mean, it was all right. We had photos, but I'll probably never do that again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just too much. And I think having to dress your, all your kids up, your fucking dogs and everything in the same pajamas. I think I'm repeating myself, but ask yourself, is is that fun for you? I think like, really, do you want to do this? Are you just doing this because you feel like you have to? Yeah. I feel like part of that problem there is that we put the same values that we have and we expect everybody else to have those same values yes and, and want to do those some and then it fucking pisses us off when people don't share those same values yeah and you so you're setting yourself up for disappointment in a way by by forcing people to come do things that you want to do that make you happy or that are or maybe you're just trying to keep it keep up with the smiths keep up with the or, joneses that's another thing that's just an example so yeah. i don't want anyone to take this personally this is nothing against people that take photos with their family i'm just wanting to ask you if that's something that you really want to do and does everyone want to do it or is it just a fucking pain in your ass mm-hmm. ask yourself these things is it enhancing your life when you do these things or is it making it more stressful for you like mm-hmm. you have the choice. You don't have to host Thanksgiving if you don't want to, because you feel like, oh my God, no one else is going to do it. I have to do it. Well, guess what? If nobody then, else wants to do it, then fuck them. That wasn't important to them either. So, And then you're so fucking stressed. And all you think about for the entire month of November until you get there is like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's like, 
You don't have to. You just created the stress for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was unnecessary. We do, we we create so much unnecessary stress for ourselves with everything that we're doing. Why by yeah. expecting ourselves to be perfect, right? Like we we oh my god, I'm going on a fat loss journey. Um, I'm gonna go to the gym six days a week. I'm gonna hit my calories 100 of the time. Mm-hmm. Right there, you're already stressing about the shit that you shouldn't be stressing about. That's not the stuff that yeah. fucking matters. And you're having so you, it's those those expectations and and those mm-hmm. values really. Yeah. And then you have the the realistic stress of that you really can't get rid of. Maybe you're a caretaker and that's really hard. That's stressful. That's mm-hmm. something that you really can't control. I'm talking about control the controllables. Those things almost become exacerbated because they're already stressing about all the little shit that when they actually do experience a real traumatic stressor, mm-hmm. then then it's really gets blown out of proportion because they, they already blew the fuck up over this mi- minute detail that didn't really matter at all. Yeah, because they're already heightened. They're they're already in fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental and physical health. And Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Cured wants you to feel good about feeling good, so they took their time formulating their Serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their wellnessy word. Finding calm in this fast-paced world can be very challenging. That's why I use and love the Serenity Gummies. They help to provide a physical, mental, and emotional sense of calm in everyday life. I personally like to take them before a long day of calls and meetings. The Serenity Gummies bring me to a happy place and they prepare me for the day's challenges, while also helping me to serve others to the best of my ability by providing a sense of peace and calmness in my body and mind. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, our listeners. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com CTC and using coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com CTC and coupon code CTC at the checkout to save 20%. Protect your peace, Papa Gummy. Yeah. If, you, if your health is declining, your nutrition is shit. You're not getting any movement because you have all these extracurricular activities that you're doing that aren't necessarily necessary. Eliminate some of them. It's okay. You need to take care of yourself. I felt, I think a lot of the reasons why I drank is because I felt like I had to be the perfect mom. I had to take my kid to like, you know, story time. He was little, let's do this and let's do that. Let's meet other moms. And when I got sober, I realized that those things were actually making me resentful and I didn't necessarily have to do them. So mm-hmm. now I, now I don't, my family's like, they're on board. They're like, I don't know if I can do that either. I'm like, perfect. Cause I don't either, <laughs> you know, you know? Yeah. So it just works now. It's like, we, we are very limiting in the things that we do that stress us out. Mm-hmm. For sure. I can give you a good example for that. Just yesterday, um, yeah. so Riker, 13 year old Riker, I was supposed to pick him up from basketball practice yesterday. And then we were supposed to go trick or treating because it was Halloween yesterday. I had it in my head. I was like, you know what? This weather is going to suck. It's supposed to start snowing. It's cold. I don't think he's going to have all of his warm clothes with him. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give him the option because what I thought was, was, because when I said something about trick-or-treating, he got really excited. Like, yeah, let's, let, I want to go trick-or-treating with you. And yeah. I was reflecting, I was like, is it the, the trick-or-treating that he wanted to do? Or was it spending some good quality time with me that mm-hmm. he wanted? So, mm-hmm. so I was going to offer it to him when he got in the car after practice to either go trick-or-treating or go out to eat or do something together. Well, yeah. when he, when he got in the car, he's like, dad, is it okay if we just like go out to eat or something instead of trick-or-treating? 
And I was like, fuck yeah, like, let's, nice. let's, let's go do that. And he said the same thing as me. He said, it's going to be late. It's supposed to snow. And I only have my sweatshirt. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I don't really want to do it anyway. And I said, Riker, I don't care. I said, I just wanted to spend time with you. And he said, me too. So that was one of those things we both avoid. We both were about to go do something that we didn't even want to do. And what you if know? you were like, well, no, it's Halloween. You need to go trick or treating. Right. For sure. He's still the other. Old. Yeah. He, he hasn't been into trick or treating for a couple of years now. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. It's yeah. funny how it works out like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the meet and greet. Yes. That's where I wanted to go next. Let's talk about the fucking meet and greet. Oh my guys. God. What an awesome turnout, you guys. It was yes. so fucking amazing seeing every single one of you that showed up. Literally, I, I haven't gotten an exact head count, but I'm going to go in and say 30 people because at so. one point I look, I counted the picture and there's 27 of us and we lost some people and we gained some people. And some people night. were taking the photo. So that was three people, people were taking the photos. Were taking the photos. Yeah. That's what's what yeah. yeah, 30 right there. That's true. 30 people showed up, guys, to do, mm-hmm. to go hiking with us in Hocking Hills, Ohio. So the energy was great, right? I yeah. Everybody just showed up. Everybody showed up early, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so friendly. Off the top of my head, I'm, I'm not even going to start naming names because there was so, like everybody that was I, there. I remember every single face and everybody that was there, though. Me too. Um, but it was just such an incredible experience. And what I liked about it, too, with Hocking Hills, like it wasn't a difficult hike or anything, too. I know a lot of people no. were worried about that. Yeah, no, but we 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 that's our goal with doing these things is to make sure that everybody can do them. Totally doable. And we not only um, went to on one hike, we went on a couple. Yeah, we went on a couple hikes that day mm-hmm. for sure. The, the for caves sure. were cool. Yeah, the, the caves were really cool. So we started at Conkles Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, we walked through the gorge to the end of it where there's a really sweet waterfall. This time of year, there's really not much of a waterfall. And then we went and did, we did Old Man's Cave, which is one of the most popular attractions at Hocking Hills, which mm-hmm. that was great. That was a lot of fun. We had yeah. a big, we had a big crew for that one. That was a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. um, because a especially lot of stairs. a lot of stairs and it was a little bit slippery because of the, the rain and everything. But thankfully, everybody was great. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we did the Rock House. Rock House was really fucking cool, too. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite moments. And I had a core memory, which um, I think you agree mm-hmm. with on, on mm-hmm. the core memory there. When we were walking towards the end of the, the Rock House trail, like how we were just walking. And all of a sudden, everybody just stopped on the trail. And we're just looking up and taking it all in, looking at the colors. Because there's a million birds chirping. There's so many birds. There's like flocks of birds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we were just mesmerized. Like, I just, I I was recording a video and I look around and everybody had stopped and everybody was looking up. Mm -hmm. And it was such a cool moment. It was such a cool moment. Yeah. Core memory for sure. But um, getting back to the meet and greet itself, there was a reoccurring theme from everybody on the meet and greet, wasn't there? The, The reoccurring theme was like, one year ago, I couldn't have done this how far everybody had came in a year. Mm -hmm. So for some people, they said one year ago, I would have never done this. This is way outside of my comfort zone. I never would have met up with a bunch of strangers, but Mm -hmm. I've been challenging myself and doing harder things, pushing outside my comfort zone. And now here I am. Or you're like, one year ago, I was 40 pounds heavier and I never would have been, been able to do this. One year ago, I didn't, I could barely walk around the block without running out of breath. And now I'm fucking hiking with you guys. Mm-hmm. One year ago, I didn't even deadlift. And now I'm deadlifting 285 pounds for reps. Like, I know. oh my God. Kelly. Kelly, what up, Kelly? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. She's come so a guys, long way. She's come a long way. It's been it's so cool meeting. to see our followers and Patreon members, how far they've come. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's that's really it. One year seems like a long time, but it's really not, guys. Uh, it's mm-hmm. really not. And that's why it's so disheartening when everybody, when, when I see somebody go balls to the wall really hard for a couple of weeks and then burn themselves out because they yeah. were trying to approach it like it was a sprint and not a marathon. Yeah. I mean, I, I think back to when I first started my fitness journey, I guess you can call it. First, it was I quit alcohol. I got rid of things that weren't serving me. It wasn't like I just mm-hmm. lost 50 pounds overnight. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't even know where to start, but I started with one thing that was holding me back and that was alcohol. And yep. then I just started moving my body. I wasn't even thinking about nutrition. I was just focusing on the, the one next thing that I can do. Okay, let's move my body. It was running. And that's what worked for me then. And then I found group coaching classes and I found strength training. And this is over the course of a few years. And I right. don't even think I was counting the time as I was doing it. I was just focusing on getting healthier from the amount of alcohol I've just immersed myself in for years. <laughs> like you said, Matt, one year is really nothing in the mm-hmm. scheme of things. It, it is absolutely nothing because your your journey morphs and changes and never really ends. Yeah. Like, if, if you guys hear me say one year isn't a long a long time, let me ask you this. Where were you one year ago from today? Mm-hmm. What were you struggling with one year ago today? Is it the same fucking thing you're struggling with right now? It's because you weren't willing to do something different. It's because you you weren't real you weren't willing to change your expectations to reevaluate mm-hmm. the th- the fact that the things that you're doing just aren't working and they're no longer serving you. I'm going to yeah. be making a new video here soon. the The premise is like before you try to lose fat, here are three things I want you to to try to do for, or work on mm-hmm. first. Right. The first one, like I want people to do, is reflect on previous fat loss attempts and find out yeah. why you weren't successful. And I'm sorry, and I want you, I want you all to write that down too. Why you weren't successful, and the answer should not be I wasn't disciplined enough or I wasn't motivated enough because that's right. bullshit. It's not, it's not. It doesn't come down to to motivation or discipline. Yeah. And then one of the other ones is emotional and stress eating. So this is a really big one, I, and so often people are struggling with stress eating and and emotional eating. And we just talked about. Yeah, and exactly. And they're trying to lose weight. And, and you can do both for sure. But it's like, you need to put you're trying to put the cart before the, the, the horse in that one, right? So mm-hmm. you need to work on managing your stress and emotional eating, and then go into a fat loss phase, because the stress and the emotional eating is what's going to be keeping you from losing weight and keeping it off long term. So if we're not changing those behaviors and those habits, it's all it's, it's for fuck all because it's not going to be permanent realistic change. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need to look at that. And then stop trying to change your body by hating your body. And I think this goes back to last yeah. week with Megan King, which was a phenomenal fucking interview. Yeah. Feedback's been great on that one. But mm-hmm. but essentially changing yourself from the inside out, loving yourself from the inside out. You're not going to change your body by hating your body. Right. Yeah, it, change doesn't come from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can love your body, but still want to change your body. Loving your body doesn't mean that you are okay with being overweight or immobile or whatever you you think your problem is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just means you're you're loving yourself as you are now, and you're going to do things that continue to allow yourself allow you to feel good and promote that self-love. Mm-hmm. Changing your body because you hate your body isn't going to do anything been, uh, positive in the long run because but when you do that you're probably going to be slashing calories going to be killing yourself with exercise not mm-hmm. nourishing your body you're going to be ne- neglecting your body yeah boom um boom i don't know how i just got into that point but where were we even before before i got into that with that before you even start uh, a fat loss phase i know i just kind of said my video what i was going to say out loud but um, um <laughs> we were what were you we talking about we were talking about where were you a year ago right yeah. Okay. Because one year isn't really a, a long time. I mean, if if you're taking one thing at a time, it might seem like it's a lot longer, but at the end of the day, it's actually going to save you time. And, and we're doing that because we're getting right down to the root cause. We're not treating the symptoms, but you're actually treating the root cause. And that's what we're doing when we're we're trying to lose fat by cutting out uh, food groups, eliminating carbs, killing ourselves with exercise. You're just treating the symptoms. You're not yeah. actually getting to the root cause, which is your behaviors and and habits. Mm-hmm. Which this is the time of year, which is going to start to be a lot of stressful for people. So yes, 
start to think of things that you don't need to do this holiday season that you've been doing consistently. And every single fucking year, it stresses you out. So when you go to your next party, you just eat the whole entire cookie tray or you drink yourself to oblivion because A, stress, holidays. Holidays don't have to be stressful. I'm telling you, you don't have to make your holidays absolute chaos. Holidays, I get it, are a stressful time, but they really shouldn't be that stressful. They're stressful enough. Let's not make things worse. That's the thing. Let me say that. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not like, why why are you so concerned about what Aunt Karen is going to say about you? Fuck Aunt Karen. Like, why does she care? Like, what is... (laughs) Why does she get an opinion on the dress you're wearing yeah. or the food that you're eating? She fucking fuck off, Aunt Karen. Don't worry yeah. about her. If she you is. would not take advice from Aunt Karen, who the fuck cares about her opinion? Just seriously, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But th- this Maybe is the time now. This is, yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is just the time now to start working on those types of things and eliminating, the, eliminating those toxic people or is, yep. just telling those toxic people that you're done with their shit. You yeah. know what, Aunt Karen? I'm fucking done with you talking like that to me. This is going to be the last Christmas that you do this, okay? Use your voice. You have a voice. When Use you start it. using your voice, you may lose people in your life. And you need to that you need to come to terms with that. But those people didn't belong in your life if they're not if not aligned with your way of mm-hmm. thinking and doing things. If you're on a, a healing journey and people are actively trying to go out of their way to fuck your fuck your healing up, mm-hmm. why are you gonna keep them in your life? Because you're yeah. she's your blood? No, fuck that. If it scares you, do it scared. Say it yeah. scared. Mm-hmm. That's how it all begins. Mm-hmm. It's like me with calling out people on the internet. Do you think that it was fun for me in the beginning? Not fun, but it was scary out of mm-hmm. the norm. It's like not like I've ever done that. But you start to find your voice when you use your voice. And now I think it's the most powerful thing to have a voice for something that mm-hmm. you stand for. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Yeah. I mean, I get so much hate for talking about alcohol, but it's important to me. And a lot of people need to hear this shit. And a lot of people mm-hmm. don't like to hear it. So I get a lot of hate for it. Mm-hmm. But my voice matters. What I'm saying is very important. And the people that need to hear it will hear it. And yes. it may be scary and unnerving to talk about these things because no one really likes to hear this shit. But you do. And like I said, mm-hmm. when you find your voice, it's very freeing. It is. It is freeing. It's very, it's very freeing because mm-hmm. you let go of the expectations that other people yeah. are, are placing on you or you're placing on yourself because you think other people have these expectations of you. Right. It's not that you don't give a fuck, okay? It's about, it's choosing your fucks that you do have very carefully mm-hmm. and, and how to give them. That's a, a book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. Manson, one of my favorite books. If you guys haven't read that, go read that. It's not about mm-hmm. not giving a fuck. It's about choosing the fucks that you do have very carefully because we're limited on the amount of fucks that we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all out of fucks. Right. <laughs> for some things, for some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And talking about change and things like that, this is the time now that we need to be working on change. I don't want to see you guys in two months from now, January 1st, we're recording this November 1st, January 1st. I don't want to be hearing about New Year's resolutions and and these these quick fixes that you're going to be inevitably doing that we're going to be seeing all over the place because now mm-hmm. you could be two two months ahead of the, of that bullshit of needing to go through these crash diets if you just started something small and sustainable mm-hmm. now. Two months from now, you can be a different person. One month. Don't have to wait till January first. No, don't have to wait till January first. Maybe it is holiday season, so we're going to probably start talking about this stuff a lot. We usually Mm -hmm. do every year because we need these reminders. Everybody needs these reminders. 
And you don't need to start worrying about fat loss during the holidays either. You know, maybe start thinking about, all right, I want to focus on getting, mastering my fucking push-ups or chin-ups or deadlift or some kind of physical activity this holiday season or something. Maybe I want to get more walks in so I can alleviate some more stress this holiday. Just do something that's going to improve your holiday experience and end of the year experience rather than focusing on fat loss. Yeah. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of trying to lose fat through the holidays. Talk about adding another stress to already holiday stress is like, oh my God, I'm going to this party. How am I going to fit in my macros? You know what? It's maintenance during the holidays is progress. That is progress. And you maintain your weight, you're doing a fucking good job. Absolutely. And even if you do gain weight, that's okay too. That can be that to be expected. We don't want you to gain a bunch of weight if you don't want to gain a bunch of weight for sure. But there's other ways to make progress too. Maybe in previous years, you wouldn't have a piece of pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving d- dessert or d- dinner. And now this year you will, and you're going to do it guilt-free. That is huge progress. That's yeah. not something that gets reflected necessarily in the scale, but now you're having a healthier relationship with food and with your mind, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different forms of making progress. So this is a great time to work on our relationships with food and, and the stress management and stuff. Yeah, I love that. Those are things mm-hmm. we're working on year-round to essentially prepare us for these events. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we, we're always talking about being proactive. Proactive, proactive, proactive. Don't wait until your house is on fire to have a plan of putting the fire out, essentially. Know what you're going to do ahead of time when your house is on fire. Know who you're going to call. Know what your escape routes are. Same same thing with all this other stuff with with life. You know Thanksgiving's coming up. You know how it goes every fucking year. So prepare yourself. It's nothing new here to you, right? So Nothing new here. (laughs) Yeah. And also these holidays are one day. Thanksgiving is a day. Yeah. Christmas is a day. Halloween is a day, but here's the thing. You're going to take Halloween and go until fucking New Year's because you're like, I just binge on the Halloween candy. No, today's a new day. You start your day off with a high protein breakfast and then you move the fuck on and you just keep going. You just keep moving on. You're one meal away from being back on track. Something is better than nothing. So don't take this holiday season and make it a binge fest. You don't need to. It's there's more days of November and December than just the holidays. Yes. And even if it's just more than one day, right? Like even two days for each of those events, give yourself two days for, for Thanksgiving, two days for Christmas, New Year's, whatever. That's still in the grand scheme of things, nothing. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. You're still, even if you give yourself those days, you can still be more than 80% consistent with all of those things. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. So I think we're, we're gearing up for the holiday season. Absolutely. So there's probably gonna be a lot more talk about this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I know in the past we've done fuck your new year's resolutions. That was, that was actually one of, that was a good episode we did a few, a few years back. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about the candy thing really quickly, because this is November 1st. So what's one of the best feelings in the world is either one of our clients or a follower or a listener be like, I had candy this year and mm-hmm. there's still a bag left here a month later. Like I had candy for Halloween in my house all month and I only ate like two pieces of it because I've been practicing what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I've been because I've been understanding that keeping food out of the house isn't the answer. I've been un- understanding yeah. that maybe I do need to practice more exposure to it so I, so mm-hmm. I don't have this scarcity mindset with food. 
I've been seeing a lot of I binged on candy. Who else did two posts? And I'm like, yeah. you guys didn't you guys didn't do the fucking candy challenge? Didn't do the challenge, did you? Because we did do the candy candy challenge in the Patreon this month, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of Patreon, actually today's today's November first. So shall we give a little quick blurb about the Patreon? Because yeah, new challenge, event, new workout, new, new month, uh, new monthly workouts. So. Mm-hmm. Challenge for this month, like we did last year. What are we doing this month, Beth? We are doing, I want you guys to write something down every single day that you're grateful for because it is uh, the month of giving thanks. And gratefulness, it's contagious. That positive mindset of being grateful for something rather than ungrateful or mm-hmm. not even thinking. And it doesn't have like, I don't want to be like, I'm grateful for my eye color. Or I'm grateful for my curly hair. I mean, let's get real. Like, I'm grateful for my smile. I'm grateful that I, you know, I'm able to get 10 minutes of walking in a day or just right. I'm grateful I have legs. <laughs> right. For sure. That, that's, walk. Yeah. I think somebody left a comment. Was it on our podcast or maybe it was one of my posts the other day, but somebody said, I'm never going to take, take this for granted again, being able to move mm, because they had a no. recent scare. I think I'll have to dig that, that comment up, but they're like, yeah. you're right. Like I'm never going to take this for granted again because we yeah. do, we take walking literal, literal walking for granted. Yeah. So that's the challenge. If you if you want details on how how to do it and the format and everything, join up on the Patreon for that. And then we have our new workouts, of, of course, that just got released as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for a couple of comments to come through saying, "Matt, nothing changed this month." Well, we changed a few things, right? But every time every time I go from one month to another, where I don't change a lot in the mm-hmm. workouts and maybe just the reps or sets, I always get a couple of comments. Was this a mistake or something? No, it wasn't a mistake, guys. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we don't we don't change things up just for the sake of changing. We're getting really good and really strong at some of these yeah. basic core movements. Yeah. Like even my workouts, they barely change each mesocycle. Mm-hmm. Maybe the reps might change or mm-hmm. maybe it's, there's like a, a 1.5 instead of like a regular yes. rep or more sets or less sets. But usually the majority of the time, the exercises are the same. Yeah, that's one way that you measure progress. It's hard to measure progress if you're jumping from one movement to another and not sticking with it. You don't even give your body the chance to adapt and get stronger and better at that movement. And you don't gain muscle that way either. Exactly. You're really losing a lot out on the table when you're jumping from workout to workout and not having Mm -hmm. some structure to it. Doing different beach body workouts every day is not progressive overload. I'm sorry. It's not. You might feel that's the thing. What beach body does is it feels like you're getting a great workout. Sweating. doesn't mean you're getting a good workout. Yes. Sweating, sweating for the um, sake of sweating and elevating your heart rate for the sake of elevating your heart rate. I mean, it, sure. Is it effective? Yeah. You're actually, it's helping. It's, not, it's not like efficient. bad, but yeah. it's not like if you're looking to build muscle, that's not what you should be focusing on. If you're right. just looking to get movement in and you don't care about building muscle, then do that. That's why like circuits and things like that aren't necessarily ideal. Because cir- yeah. Circuits are great every once in a while, but if you're only doing circuits, you are leaving a lot on the table in terms of mm-hmm. muscle building and strength gain. Yeah. Because it's not progressive overload. It's very hard to practice progressive overload when you're supersetting everything and doing mm-hmm. everything high intensity and jumping from one movement to another. Yeah. You shouldn't be using the same pair of dumbbells every single workout. Yeah. Yeah, shouldn't like especially if we're do, talking about shoulders and legs. You mm-hmm. you're only using a 15 pound weight for shoulders, Everything? but then you're doing it for legs as well. God, mm. Doesn't doesn't match up there. Uh-uh. Doesn't match up there. Yeah. I, I and felt... this is also for non fitness people, by the way. <laughs> 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 Had to throw that little jab in there. Yeah, yeah. Jabberoni. Don said some Don woman. I don't said, know. Some uh, someone left us an amazing. She said we hate you. we hate non fit people apparently. Yeah. 
left a nice little review of a, of our podcast that we hate non-fit people, which is weird. No, what we what we don't like is your bullshit excuses for why you can't take mm-hmm. care of yourself. That's what we don't like. Yeah. And if that upsets you and you hear that we hate non-fit people from that, that's your own fucking problem to deal with. I'm pretty sure, Matt, that me and you work with mostly people that are not in the fitness industry. Hell no. I want I don't you know what I'm like the fitness industry. I don't uh, love yeah, the exactly. fitness industry that I, I'm I part don't, of. I'm trying to change it. I don't coach other trainers. Yeah. No, my clients are women for the most mm-hmm. part, 50, 60, 70 years old, have been dieting for 30 years, Yeah, have been trying to lose weight for 30 years and are stopping and starting every other fucking weekend. That is the type of client that I work with and I enjoy working with. Same. They don't get like, they're not here to, because I'm shredded and they want to live this crazy fitness yeah. lifestyle. I don't even want to live that for myself. No. Strength training and moving your bodies for everyone. It is. It is. For literally fucking everyone. You tell me your job and I will tell you how strength training will benefit your job. You tell me how you are a provider, a caregiver, you're a people person. I will tell you how strength training will benefit you Mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah. If you're a caregiver and you have to carry someone in from the bed to a wheelchair, you need to be strong as fuck. Yeah. You're hinging, you're squatting, you're pulling, you're pushing. Think about that. That's only going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. My 70 year old, or actually she's 72 now, mother-in-law, she works with a lot of elderly people and she's already in her seventies and she has to lift 90 year old women out of their bed into wheelchairs or into their walker. And she's active like all the she's time. She's a badass. She's she, a yeah, badass. Yeah, that's right. You know her. She's in the garden and she's wheelbarrowing and mowing the lawns and she's consistently active at 72 years old. So Movement's just always been part of her life, right? Always. Yeah. She's never been one to be sedentary. She's always been either working out in the gym, in her garden, um, outside. And she like being a caretaker or caregiver, that helps her immensely. And she yeah, tells me that all she... the time. She's like, imagine if I wasn't this strong, Beth. And right. I'm like, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I, it's a lot of work for, especially if you're over 70, yeah. she's crushing it. And that's, that's really what it just breaks my heart when somebody tells me that they have too many obligations to make themselves an obligation. And mm. that is such a bullshit cop out. I am sorry. You are never too busy to do something for yourself mm-hmm. because other people are absolutely relying on you and they need you to be at your best. So mm-hmm. why would you not take care of yourself? If you're pre-diabetic, if you have high blood pressure, if you have high cholesterol, if you if you can barely walk without running out of breath, if you can't bend over without fucking hurting yourself, how is that going to help the people that depend on you? Yeah. At some point, it's going to put you out of commission or you're going to be doing a very shitty job of it, uh, job at it. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying this to shame people, but guys, self-care is not selfish. Self-care is self-preservation. Right. Mic drop. Yeah. That, self-care is self-preservation. And we need you all to understand this. You've been putting people first before your own needs your entire life. And Mm -hmm. where has that gotten you? Overweight, pre-diabetic, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heaviest you've ever been, most depressed you've ever been, binging every night. How is that working out for you, putting other people first? Maybe it's Mm -hmm. time to put yourself first for once in your fucking life. Yeah. It breaks my heart. Like, guys, I just need, I just want people to understand this. And I'm not saying this so people hire me as a coach. I don't even care if you hire me as a coach. Go for a walk. Please go journal, breathe, do do some meditation. Everything we've been talking about here doesn't require a coach. And there's all things that you can do on your own. And it's, and it's, it's insane to me. It's insane to me mm-hmm. how we are so conditioned to just run ourselves into the ground at the expense of others. And that's what people, that's what will happen. People take, 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 take until you can't give any more mm-hmm. and then they throw you out like a piece of trash. That's, yeah. that's, that's what happens. 
It happens mm-hmm. at work. It happens in social situations. It happens with family. It happens in all kinds of different environments. You can't give from an empty cup. Nope. Don't I know it? Yeah, we know it. We 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 definitely Don't know I it. know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've lived it. We live it. We still live it. Yeah. We see it. We we see it firsthand. We see the the impact that this is having on everybody listening because we we're chatting with people every day. We 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 understand how frustrated people are and how sad people are. But it's because you haven't you're not doing anything for yourself. You're not doing anything for yourself. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Boom. So talked about the Patreon or the, the meetup. We've got some good feedback as well. People want us to continue doing them. We've got some ideas brewing for some really good locations. We already verbally committed to this with the group. So um, we're going to be visiting the Upper Peninsula at some point, hopefully next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be cool. Um, I've got some other ideas in my head for some um, other places within a five-hour drive or so for me here. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we'll talk about those ones offline, but we're really enjoying getting everybody involved in doing these things. As long as everybody keeps showing up and wanting to do them, we'll keep doing them. Yeah. Plus, we got a pretty cool picture with us, everybody holding the Cut the Crap Oh my goodness, that that's cool. Got. I finally was yeah. able to get the banner to Ohio. Oh my God, I almost left it on the fucking plane. <laughs> oh Man. my God. It's like trains, planes, and automobiles with that thing. Right, for sure. Well, it made it here, so it's in yeah. the final resting place now. So. All right, I think that's a good place to wrap things up for today. Yeah, I think it's good. All right, Beth, talk to you later. All right, bye, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode, so why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you, and thanks for being here. <laughs>